Have you ever wondered why some early childhood businesses seem to effortlessly attract and keep incredible team members while others are constantly battling turnover and disengagement? What if I told you that the secret doesn't lie in the size of the paycheck, but in something much deeper and more profound? Imagine a place where every team member feels like they truly belong, where their voices are heard and their contributions are celebrated. Now, ask yourself, could your early childhood business be that place? What if the key to unlocking this reality was already within your grasp, waiting for you to make the first move? When you shift that limiting belief from viewing high turnover as an inevitable part of the early childhood industry into seeing it as a challenge that can be mitigated with strategic efforts, you will see your team and your business thrive. Transforming your team's dynamics could be the game changer in not just surviving the early childhood business industry, but thriving in it. Kelly Peak. I've spent the past 26 years growing multiple million dollar early childhood businesses. I'm here to help you navigate both the messy and magical seasons of your early childhood business with simple, actionable strategies. It is my goal to make your life a little easier working with our most prized possessions in life. If you're ready to control the chaos, ditch the exhausting overwhelm, and keep the joy, then be sure to join us at kellypeak.com. Well, hello there, early childhood business owners and operators. Welcome back to the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast. I am Kelly Peek, your host, and I love to help fellow early childhood business owners, managers, operators to implement profitable business operation strategies so you can find more time and freedom without all that chaos and overwhelm. Now, let's face it. In our world of early childhood business, where the only constants are change and a three-year-old's unpredictable mood swings, having a team that sticks together stronger than peanut butter on the roof of your mouth is no easy feat. But guess what? It's not only possible, it is achievable. And here today, we are going to show you exactly how to do that. So you're going to learn three powerhouse strategies to transform your team dynamics into your best business growth asset. By the end of today's episode, you're not only going to be equipped with the tools to build that dream team, but you'll also be ready to tackle anything that comes your way. Yes, even that unexpected slime incident in classroom number three. Now, I remember the days when I thought managing a team was about as straightforward as herding cats during a full moon. But over the years, and after many trial and error moments, my friends, I have discovered secrets that have turned those chaotic cat herding days into a smooth operation where every team member feels valued, empowered, and united towards our common business goals. And let me tell you, nothing beats the feeling of seeing your team grow stronger and your business thrive as a result. And I'm excited to share these strategies with you because I know firsthand the transformation they can bring, not just to your business, but to your life. There is a world where you're not bogged down by daily operations, and instead, you're scaling new heights, making a bigger impact, and dare I say, finding a little time for that ever-needed self-care. So let's get started and turn those team-building dreams into a reality. Now, are you tired of the revolving door of staff turnover and feeling like you're constantly juggling every aspect of your business alone? Then it's time for a groundbreaking change, my friend. We're tackling the big picture concept of building a cohesive and lasting team in an industry where chaos and high turnover seem like the norm. 
Through three powerful strategies, we are going to learn about cultivating a strong workplace, empowering leadership and delegation, and fostering team unity and collaboration. We'll guide you toward a solution that not only enhances your business's operational efficiency, but also enriches the lives of everyone involved. The overall goal of today's episode is to equip you with actionable insights that can transform your early childhood business from a one-person show into a symphony of teamwork and shared success. The clear benefit you'll take away is the ability to create a workplace where your team feels valued, empowered, and connected to share a mission and core values that lead to increased retention, satisfaction, and ultimately a more successful EC business. This will reduce your workload and create a positive ripple effect that will enhance the quality of the early childhood experiences you provide. By applying these strategies in your own life, you'll not only improve your business operations, but you'll also contribute to a happier, more fulfilling work environment for your team. And remember, a happy team leads to happy children and families, making your early childhood business a beacon of joy and excellence in your community. Now, have you ever wondered, again, why some of those early childhood businesses seem to effortlessly attract and keep incredible team members while others are constantly battling turnover and disengagement? Well, what if I told you that the secret, it doesn't lie in the size of the paycheck, but in something much more deeper and profound? The belief, my friends, the belief that high turnover is just a part of the industry norm. That is a false and limiting belief, and it's holding so many great early childhood businesses hostage. I get it. You might think with tight budgets, increasing regulatory demands, and a competitive nature in the industry, how can I possibly focus on team cohesion and culture when I'm just trying to keep my head above water? I hear you, but this limiting belief is systematically causing issues within the early childhood industry, and it's making it too difficult to build and maintain a strong, cohesive team, and that leads to a cycle of constant recruitment, training, and loss of talent, which only exacerbates the issue and drains resources further. The solution that we propose today is to shift that limiting belief from viewing high turnover as an inevitable part of the industry to seeing it as a challenge that can be mitigated with strategic efforts. Yes, the external pressures of this industry are very real. I have lived them myself for 25 years now. However, the power to change the internal dynamics of your EC business, my friends, that lies within your control. By focusing on what you can influence, your team's culture and cohesion, you can overcome the industry's challenges and lead your business to thrive, proving that high turnover doesn't have to be the norm in operating an early childhood business. I am living proof. We have three team members that have been with us since we opened. We have two team members that have been with us over 10 years. We have multiple team members that have been with us between five and 10 years. I promise you, this is doable, my friends. In the high-stakes environment of the early childhood industry, addressing the pervasive issue of high team turnover and disengagement, well, it's crucial. Now, common pain points include the draining cycle of constant recruitment, lack of team motivation, a decline in service quality, and the overwhelming burden you face as managers or operators. Successfully implementing these strategies that we're talking about today, well, those can lead to improved team retention, enhanced quality of care and experiences for children, operational efficiency, and a competitive edge in the marketplace. 
This approach transforms the early childhood business from a place of constant turnover and stress into that beacon of excellence and stability in your community. Now, as someone, again, who has navigated these choppy waters of the early childhood industry and continue today, I understand the challenges you're facing. That cycle of high turnover, the struggle to keep your team engaged, and the overwhelming overwhelming feeling of carrying the weight of your business on your shoulders. These are issues I've seen too many operators, managers, and owners grapple with. But here's the good news. You are not alone on this journey. I have been where you are, and I have guided countless others through these various challenges and find success and fulfillment on the other side. Now, I've had the privilege of coaching numerous early childhood business operators, transforming their operations from the ground up. Now, one such success story is a client who is on the brink of closing their doors due to relentless staff turnover and burnout. Together, we focused on cultivating a strong workplace culture. We learned how to empower their team through leadership roles, and we fostered unity and collaboration. The results were nothing short of remarkable. Not only did they see a dramatic reduction in turnover, but their enrollment numbers soared as word spread about the positive environment they had created. This transformation wasn't magic. It was the result of hard work dedication, and a commitment to change a limiting belief. Now, this past weekend, we held our biannual team meeting at Peak Academy, our on-site boutique preschools here in the Northwest. We do two off-site team meetings a year, and I feel they are extremely important to get the whole team together. We actually close the business, and then we um, I work hard to keep them to only two hours because that time is valuable, and I want to make sure we get a lot done in those two hours. But it's also important to me to keep it very interactive. And with the focus being on team building and developing that culture of empowered leadership. Because most of the other information, I could give them in an email or a text or a a voice recorded video. But when we're together, that focus is on that bonding time. Now, over the past 18 years, we have had some fun team experiences. We've done train rides, city scavenger hunts, donut tasting, just to name a few fun ones. But this year, the theme for for our year and our meeting was really focusing on what I call magic moments for our customers and our team members. And I'll go into our magic moments in in another podcast. But specifically, this weekend, February 24th and 25th, I'm hosting a two-day live event workshop, The Profit Illuminator. Be sure to tune in because I will talk about magic moments there. But anyway, after a brief training on exactly what magic moments are and what they need to do and how we're going to provide that, I gave each team member money to spend on someone else on the team to create a magic moment for them. I wanted everyone to feel like what it I wanted them to feel the joy of giving, what it felt like to create magic moments for other people, because I want them creating magic moments for my customers. That is what is going to grow our business and make us different in the industry. So it was important to me for them to understand how good it feels to create magic moments. Yes, it feels great to get things. It feels great when people create magic moments for us, absolutely, but it is even more powerful and sometimes feels even better to create magic moments for other people and how giving can feel even better than just focusing on ourselves. It was a huge success. And this team bonding event, again, it brings everybody closer together. Now, again, this topic of building a strong, cohesive team is incredibly important to me because I have seen the impact firsthand. It can have on not just your business, but the lives of the children you serve, your team, your community of families, and most importantly, on you as the owner, operator, or manager. Your early childhood business has the potential to be a place of growth 
growth, joy, and excellence. And I'm here to guide you through making that potential a reality, my friends. So let's get into it. We are exploring the key strategies for building a cohesive and lasting team. Now, strategy number one is cultivating a strong workplace culture. The foundation of any thriving early childhood business is its culture. Now, remember, we work with people. We work with emotions. We work with how people feel. We work with perceptions. When cultivating a strong workplace culture is extremely valuable to really helping you ensure that some of those emotions and those feelings and those things don't get out of hand, but more importantly, are used for good. A strong workplace culture attracts the right kind of talent and fostered environment where people feel valued, understood, and connected to a larger purpose. And you lose a lot of the drama and negativity that can often be found in an early childhood business. It's about creating a space where employees are excited to come to work because they know they're a part of something meaningful. So your first action item, you need to define and live by your core values. Start by clearly defining your core values. These are the principles that guide your business's actions and decisions. Once defined, ensure these values are not just words on a wall, but are lived by every day. For instance, if one of your values is continuous learning, you might set up a regular professional development session for your team to provide them with the resources they may need to pursue further education or development or grow in some sort of skill that they're hoping to. This action not only reinforces your commitment to your values, but it also directly contributes to a richer, more engaging environment for both you, your, for both your team and the families you serve. Now, we did this exact thing at our meeting again Um, that we just had our our biannual meeting. We do it every year at our biannual meeting and we review our core values. And what I guide my team on, because my team is empowered to make decisions, and what I do is I instruct them, look at the core values. If you're struggling with a decision, if you have to talk to a parent, if you have to talk to another team member and you're really struggling with it, look at our core values and help that define what your decision is going to be and how you're going to proceed. Now, you may or may not have really thought about your core values yet, but if you haven't, to help you think through these, we've created a wonderful resource, Crafting Your Core Values Worksheet. Now, this is a worksheet designed to help you define your own core values that you can share with your team. And this is a comprehensive guide to help you define the core values that will shape the culture and success of your early childhood business. Okay, action item number two, you need to foster open communication. Implement regular structured opportunities for your team to share their thoughts, their concerns, and their ideas. This could be through team meetings. Again, we do two a year, and then throughout the year, I meet with them individually one-on-one because sometimes that's where they feel very safe to share things that maybe they they don't want to share in a team meeting or just have an open-door policy, suggestion box. Again, the one-on-one check-ins are really great. The key here is, though, to actively listen where possible and then act on the feedback received. Remember, how you listen in that moment will determine how they treat you moving forward, meaning can they trust you? Do they know that it's a safe space? Do they know they can share things with you? Because at the end of the day, when your team members are upset and they don't share with you, it just festers. And I know many of you know what happens there. It doesn't get resolved and it usually ends up way worse than it ever was. Practicing this open communication policy demonstrates to your team that their opinions are valued and that they have a stake in your business's direction and success. The introduction of a weekly wins session, or we have a weekly wins posted 
area where we post some of the wins that our team has had and the successes that we share, some learnings from the week. You can do the same. This has led to significant improvements in morale and teamwork, and it's a really great example of how to include everyone in this. Okay, our second strategy to building a cohesive and lasting team, empowering leadership and delegation. Now, this is a big one for me. I talk about it a lot because I do believe it's super important. Empowering your team by entrusting them with leadership roles and responsibilities not only uh, elevates your workplace and alleviates your workload, but also boosts their confidence and commitment to the business. They really become part of the success. It's about recognizing the potential in your team members and giving them the tools and opportunities to grow. So action item number one, identify your potential leaders. Look within your team for individuals who show initiative, have a positive influence on their peers, and demonstrate a commitment to your business's values. Offer them leadership training and gradually increase their responsibilities. For example, you might start by asking a promising team member to lead a small project or oversee a specific area of your business operations. One of the things that we have is we have the educational director, and this person is in charge of making sure the quality of our preschools is what we expect. And so I usually give them a little bit of time every around once a quarter, they get an hour or two to go in and pop in all the classrooms and just make sure that the the quality of the education we're providing is up to our standards. Another one is our closing manager. Again, we give them the title of closing manager because they're responsible for making sure all the specific things that need to happen, happen at closing time to make sure our opening goes really well. So you can create some roles for people and give them responsibility. Get creative. We also have, because again, I'm talking about our magic moments, we have our magic maker. And our magic maker goes around and identifies magic moments we can create for our customers. Again, really unique opportunity. So think of things that your people are good at and try to find unique opportunities that you could position as leadership roles and then empower them to do so. This approach not only prepares them for larger roles or bigger projects you may have, but also strengthens your business by building a pipeline of capable leaders. I just told this to my team in our meeting. Every single one of them are empowered to make decisions. I trust every single one of them because at the end of the day, they have all proven they know how to share and communicate with the families the way I would. And that's the key. Once you train them and get them to a place where they would do what you would do, your whole life starts to change. You will find more of that time freedom lifestyle. Okay, action item number two, implement a mentorship program. This is a little bit more difficult, but at the same time, it can be done. You just have to swap out teachers at different times. Some people are comfortable with that, some aren't, but pairing less experienced team members with seasoned ones can accelerate everyone's professional development and strengthen your team's cohesion. The mentors can share insights, provide guidance, and help the newer team members navigate challenges, foster a culture of learning and support. Again, this might be, you know, you might have a brand new toddler teacher who you mix with the pre-K teacher. So you have to just swap for a day the teachers and just make sure that the other pre-K teacher is comfortable being in the toddler room. But again, it doesn't cost you any hours or what or training or you but it allows that teacher to be with a stronger, more experienced teacher and learn some insights. Okay, the third strategy is building team unity and collaboration. The magic of a successful early childhood business lies in its ability to operate as a unified team. Collaboration and unity not only make the workplace more enjoyable, but also lead to more innovative solutions and better outcomes for the children in your care. Action item number one, organize team building activities. 
regular intentional team building activities can significantly enhance team unity. These activities don't always have to be elaborate. Even simple team lunches, have a potluck brought in, group challenges related to work, those can all make a big difference. For example, there is a play cafe that we work with that organized a monthly innovative challenge where teams collaborated to come up with new play activities for the playground. This not only fostered a sense of unity, but also led to the creation of several popular new offerings for that particular business. Another thing that we have, we call team traditions. These are things that we do in our uh, peak creative business, team traditions. And one of the ones that we find super successful is our team happy hours. So the last Friday of every month, we have a team happy hour. Each classroom picks a different location and we do it at a time when it's right in between the last person leaving and the most of the people leaving. So some people have to stick around for about a half hour, but it ensures those people who, ha- who close are able to make it. Not everybody can go every time, and that is okay. But doing it monthly allows people to interact with each other on a regular basis outside of work, which is sometimes so important for their own self-care. Action item number two, encourage cross-functional projects. Bring together team members from different areas of your business to work on projects that affect the entire operation. This encourages a better understanding of different roles and fosters respect and appreciation amongst your team members. For example, creating a curriculum innovation team that includes some of the educators, administrators, maybe someone from the play cafe, if you if you own a play cafe, and support team members can lead to more a more holistic and effective learning strategy, benefiting both your team and the children. So focusing on these three key strategies and implementing the practical action steps provided, you can significantly improve the management of your early childhood business, leading to a more cohesive, motivated, and enduring team. Implementing these strategies, cultivating a strong workplace culture, empowering leadership and delegation, and building team unity and collaboration All three of these can revolutionize the way you manage your early childhood business. These approaches address the industry's challenge head on, turning potential obstacles like high staff turnover into opportunities for growth and improvement. By taking these steps, you can expect not just to manage, but to excel in your business, creating an environment where children, families, and your team, well, they all thrive. A positive workplace culture and empowered team and a united team are not just ideals, but achievable realities that can lead to sustained success and fulfillment. The possibilities for those who implement these strategies are exciting and boundless. Imagine a future where your early childhood business is not only a beacon of excellence in the early childhood world, but provides early child experiences and care in a place where people are clamoring to work because of its reputation as a supportive, empowering, and collaborative environment. I encourage you to take the first step today toward this future. Reflect on the strategies we've discussed and choose one to start with and commit to making a change. Change that limiting belief. The journey to transforming your early childhood business starts with a single step, and I cannot wait to see where it takes you. Here is to building a legacy of excellence together. In today's podcast, I've shared some strategies for creating that empowered team, and I wanted to remind you of that resource that I put together, Crafting Your Core Values, a comprehensive guide to help you define the core values that will shape the culture and success of your early childhood business. This resource is essential for anyone looking to build a strong, cohesive team that embodies their business ideals and vision, and you can find it at kellypeak.com where you'll find more information about today's podcast episode. Now, we hope that this episode brought you a fresh new perspective on the importance of putting in a little time and effort for 
effort for that bigger payoff in, in the end. When you spend a little time cultivating your team and empowering your team, you are nurturing your team, your families, your business, and yourself. You'll be spending less time on those little daily fires and you can spend more time doing the things you truly enjoy, focusing on the things that really matter, your top priorities, your key relationships, your most important projects, all those things that bring you more joy and your business more success. Now again, be sure to check out the Profit Illuminator. It's a two-day virtual workshop that we're gonna be going over key areas of your business to help you profit plan for a strong 2024. So my friends, Take care and have a great week. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. Are you ready to take your early childhood business to the next level? Then head over to kellypeak.com to join a community of other early childhood professionals who are ditching the chaos and the overwhelm and creating a business they love. I can't wait to see you there. Bye for now.